The subject of today's episode is in response to the following Instagram DM. Hey, Danielle. I have a friend who is always oversharing. We could be in a big group just having a good time, and the whole vibe will change because she'll say something that's just too much. Have you ever done an episode on boundaries? How do you tell somebody that they're oversharing? Well, I know she's not alone, so let's talk about it. You're tuned in to Give It A Rest, the podcast, where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It A Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. In a nutshell, here's why boundaries are so freaking tricky. Because we share information with each other in an effort to bond. Specifically with women, it's proven that secret sharing is one of those things that breeds intimacy in our relationship with our friends. So if we have somebody who is quote unquote oversharing, it's likely her attempt to bond or feel close in sharing personal information. But of course, if somebody reads the room wrong, it's not going to be received in the way that they intend it which sounds like the situation with this particular follower's friend. So I have a couple thoughts on boundaries. I always say that it's not necessarily advice. These are considerations. So things to keep in mind as you determine what steps you should take in resolving your situation. Now, I just want to kind of answer this particular follower's issue, and then I'll share some considerations with the rest of us. She has to tell this friend that it's too much. But one key component of that is timing. You would not tell somebody that in front of a large group of people because one, it's embarrassing. Two, it's going to feel like a call out. Three, it's probably going to heavily impact the way she responds if she feels threatened in any way. And getting a call out in front of other observers certainly makes us feel threatened. So timing is important. Two, tone would be super important. Instead of behaving really offended or disgusted by the content that she shared, which would make her feel maybe shameful and embarrassed, perhaps leading with the truth, which is, hey, girl, we're cool. And I'm so glad to have you as a friend. But sometimes you share things that make me uncomfortable because I don't know how to respond to them. And for me, it's a little too much. But I know you mean well. I just wanted to let you know that sometimes for me, it's, it's a little too much and I never know what to say in response. A lot of times when we think of calling somebody out or pushing back, we scramble with what to say because we envision it being this really awkward, really intense confrontation. But who said it can't be playful or light in its delivery? That doesn't mean we water it down. That doesn't mean we do a lot of double speak, which I speak on a lot, you know, where you say one thing and then you say the opposite because you don't want the thing that you said to be too intense. So you have to dilute it a little bit. None of that. You can be direct, but you can also be gentle, okay? Otherwise, what happens? They're likely just enduring it or tolerating her or worse, gossiping about her when she leaves because no one has the courage to just let her know, hey, this is too much and here are our boundaries and here's why, but we love you anyway, okay? So that would be my response to that particular situation, but let's just talk very generally about boundaries for a second. It's important to take 
cues. Sometimes when we think about somebody who's pushing our boundaries, we tend to picture somebody intentionally being disrespectful or not adhering to guidelines that they've been given, somebody reckless. But sometimes it happens unintentionally. So if you are concerned about oversharing or pushing someone else's boundaries, the key thing to do here is to take cues. How much are they sharing? There's something we refer to as bids of trust, meaning they give a little bit and you see, okay, that's how much they're comfortable with. Okay, so I'll give just as much and we'll kind of go back and forth. And over time, these exchanges will culminate in a relationship of, okay, I can trust you. I can share a little bit more. You've demonstrated that it's okay. So taking cues from other people to determine what the expectations are and what their comfort level is, is important if you're trying to match it and be cautious of overstepping bounds. Now in that same vein, it's equally important to take chances. So we're talking about taking people's cues to kind of know how far to go and then taking chances meaning if you want to get to that place of connection sometimes you have to go beyond what they shared to share a little more to take it to the next level but again these two things have to kind of operate in tandem because you don't want to risk saying too much or going too far in a place that makes somebody uncomfortable but let me make this note should you make somebody uncomfortable or go quote unquote too far right something that's relative to every single situation and every person's you know needs and things like that, it's possible to recover. So the more we have these exchanges and the more we communicate with each other to say, oh, that was too far or, oh my gosh, I didn't know. I apologize. And you keep moving forward. It's not without that bend that we understand what our parameters are, what the boundaries are and how to love on each other properly. But I don't know unless you express your boundaries to me and through practice and trial and error, we figure out what works and what doesn't. There's one particular subject that I just don't talk about with even my closest friends. And if you want to know what it is, you can go to look at our articles um, at giveitarestmovement.com. I was recently uh, featured in an article um, about boundaries on Psychology Today, and I said explicitly what my boundary is. But here's the thing is, when we say it, it doesn't have to be this super serious thing. And I think that's why some people are fearful of it. Like, oh my God, I'm just going to pump the brakes and then it's awkward when I tell her, hey, stop talking about that. It's too much for me. No one says it has to even be delivered that way. For me, a lot of times I um, have a default of confronting uncomfortable things with a certain level of playfulness so that it doesn't have such an intensity. Now, I'm okay with things if they do get intense. That's just what it is. But it doesn't always have to be so serious. So when it gets to this particular subject sometimes, or if a friend will ask me specific questions about this particular subject, I have no problem saying, you know what? Now, y'all know I'll talk about a lot of things. But for some reason, that is just my thing. I cannot talk about that subject. I don't know. Just just let me have this one. Okay. That's the thing I'm not going to share. Okay. Moving on. Like it's, it's playful. And in that moment, they can choose to push or not. But that's me kind of playfully expressing, hey, this is a, this is a boundary. This is a guideline. And then we move on. But it teaches them how to operate moving forward with me. So I feel good because I can rest assured and breathe a sigh of relief of, okay, they know that won't happen again. And they know, oh gosh, hey, thank you for that information because I take that as data on how to serve you and be your friend. This leads me to my next point about boundaries, which is this. You have to say it out loud. 
I cannot tell you how many coaching sessions I've had with women that involves them telling me about a friend who has crossed the line or said or done something that made them really uncomfortable. And when we inevitably get to the part of the conversation where I ask, okay, well, you know, why are you hesitating to tell her? Why won't you tell her? There are tons of reasons that we tend to offer up for why we don't want to say it out loud. But of course, as you can imagine, this hesitation only compounds our issues. In my book, Give It a Rest, I outline the different reasons that women specifically, our specific gender, is hesitant in speaking up for ourselves with our friends. And the irony in that is that these women are our friends, so we should have, quote unquote, established trust, right? we're friends so we're girls you get me I should ideally be able to speak freely but sometimes it's even harder with people who we've deemed our friends for a ton of reasons so could I offer you a script of tons of things to say if somebody crosses your boundaries sure could I write you a list of 50 responses for your friend when she goes too far absolutely but here's the thing it doesn't matter if you still have certain fears about even saying those statements. It doesn't matter. Also, sometimes scripts don't account for your personality and the history that you guys have in your friendship and your fears and complexes and and all those good things. So I tend to hesitate with offering scripts because sometimes it's not very genuine. So when it comes to saying your boundaries out loud, here's why that's important. Okay, I recently had a coaching client who was telling me about a friend who said something that was just not okay, And then a week later did something that made her uncomfortable. Now, her argument was, well, of course, everybody would know that it's rude. I shouldn't have to say it. It's obviously not okay. But we all have different barometers of what's acceptable. We truly do. Okay, and when I pushed and asked her, well, why won't you just tell her that it went too far? She said to me. Well, you know what? I'm I'm a pretty chill person. Like I'm go with the flow. I'm really mellow. I don't want to make a big deal. Like it's not me to make a big deal, okay? So one issue we have with standing up for ourselves is the way that we characterize standing up for ourselves. And especially as women, a lot of it is um cultural conditioning to be polite, don't be pushy, don't be rude. And we take that to mean we'll be agreeable. And this is highly detrimental. So here is the piece of advice that I gave to this particular uh, coaching client who was hesitant about speaking up for herself. It's a matter of reframing our thinking. So at the risk of sounding super life coachy here, if we see speaking up for ourselves with our friends as something that's rocking the boat or uncharacteristic of us, right? Well, I'm a chill person, so I don't want to make a big deal. Then that is going to manifest itself somehow. You're either talking to other friends about how she's always pushing her boundaries, which now just took the problem off of your back and handed it to somebody else because they've got to hear you complain, your frustrations. You're going to um, unconsciously be showing resentment toward the friend herself because you cannot deal with it but the feelings are not going to go away because it has not been resolved inside of you. It's going to inevitably cause distance within that friendship, okay, and breed resentment, all because we can't express ourselves. So here's how you have to reframe your thinking. Instead of seeing speaking up about your boundaries as something that's um, a conflict, see it as doing your friend a favor. And I know that might sound counterintuitive, like how is me being confrontational something that's 
helpful to her? Well, here's how. See communicating boundaries as something that's necessary to know so that people can love you well. I can't love you well if I don't know what your lines are. So I'm going to do all kinds of things in my attempt to be a good friend to you. I'm going to say things. I'm going to do different things. But until you tell me, here are the boundaries, kind of like in a game of tennis or basketball, and you say, here are the lines you have to play within to keep the game going and to make it function properly. Until I know where the lines are, well, gosh, I, I didn't know I was out of bounds, quite literally. The same thing applies. So instead, start seeing expressing your boundaries to somebody as doing them a favor because now you just equipped them with a map you equip them with a list of guidelines of how to love you well and if you don't do that they're going to be floundering they would appreciate that information but let's go toward if somebody does not the way that you can identify a toxic friendship one of many ways and let me pause and say i'm going to digress for a second speaking parentheticals i've said before There's a difference between a woman or a friendship that is difficult and a friendship that is toxic. Well, let me tell you right now, one key indicator of a toxic friendship is somebody who does not uh, respect your boundaries, meaning you have said, hey, I can't go to these places anymore. I can't do those things anymore. I can't stay out this late. Listen, I choose not to talk about that subject because it triggers me. Hey, I don't want to hear about this. You can do all that. And they hear you, but then they continue to do it. That would be toxic because it's someone hearing you say, I'm not comfortable with that and doing it anyway. Okay. And I don't know if some of us hesitate to kind of express our boundaries because we don't even want to go through that exchange and and the possibilities of the fallout of that particular situation. But it's necessary for all parties. And if that's what it takes to kind of expose certain friends as not being good for you, well, then that's just what it takes. Because to some extent, it is a little bit about self-preservation. Within our sharing and connecting, we have to preserve and protect as well to maintain ourselves. And what friend doesn't want that for you? Sarah Eccles says it best. The central paradox of boundaries is this. We want to be known and we also want to be safe. We crave both intimacy and protection. And the luckiest of us will find people that we can have both with. If today's episode was helpful for you, I'd love for you to come tell me about it over on the Facebook group called the Give It A Rest Podcast After Party. You can also hear me run my mouth and give other unsolicited advice regarding your friendships on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson, formerly at Girl Give It A Rest. So now I have switched my handle and would love to see you over there. And as always, you can listen to more episodes and read some of our research-based articles over at giveitarestmovement.com. I can't wait to see you over there.